Hey, this is Mark with Magpie Coffee Roasters here. This is Jesse James Ziegler. This is Annalisa, bar manager at Picnic Pub and Patio. This is Tony Medellin from Lasting Dose Tattoo. Hey, this is Elisa from Spoken Views Reno, and you're listening to Up in the Mix with The Truth, De La Photo, and The Token White Guy. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you live and hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, aka the Truth, aka the Super Nicest, aka the Nar Mister R, aka not the black dude that you thought I was. This is Caesar, aka De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Culo, Coach, Mister Brunch, your local, also that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the, the fuck, fuck did, did he, he get, get here? El hombre de la gente, the habitual line crosser, and the fucking honey badger. Eight Scuppy at Killer Shark Productions. Extra, extra. What's up? <laughs> read, all, read all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing Sudoku on the train don't make you smarter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, people do. People think that if they do lots of math on the train every day that they're going to... Do you know what Sudoku is? I mean, they have to help. They can't hurt people. Mm-hmm. It's probably a positive. Why are you hating? No, no, no. My take, my take on that was that people aren't really doing it. They're just pretending that they're doing it. <laughs> You and the conspiracy theories. That's your take? What, it's just the take. way you framed why, that. Why are they pretending? I don't know. Anyways. That's what. That's the whole phrase. It doesn't make uh, you smarter. You, you didn't go enough Caesar, into that uh, conspiracy I thought we deleted that. I thought huh? we deleted that week, off of Caesar? the intro. Uh, we, you guys are killing me. We good. Christmas was good. Um, got good presents. It's over. Yeah. It's over. It's done with. Got good presents. Gave out good For presents. For yourself? Oh, yeah. I spent $200 on myself for sure when I went to L.A. Uh, yeah, had to get my hype beast gear on. and uh, But, no, it was good. Like, a uh, nice family day, chill day at the house. Got to uh, drink a bottle of tequila and watch uh, all three diehards. Yeah. <laughs> so, Merry Christmas all to All three me. of them aren't Christmas movies. Just though. the first two. I liked getting the Bruce Willis gifts. In the text, Bruce Willis <laughs> crawling through the vents, and yeah, then, yeah, and then the different levels of tequila throughout the day, and yeah, it was Merry Christmas on yeah. Susan's having a great day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Live updates, and then uh, well, we had Ricardo's birthday party, a little surprise that was birthday fun. party for a little twenty-eight-year-old boy, washed-up BMXers, as you oh, wa- said, yeah, a bunch of washed-up BMXers drinking beers, getting rowdy at a local family establishment, <laughs> and then uh. Yeah, then, yeah, that's just it. Just watch the BMXers, hanging out, having fun. We don't see each other too often because we're all adulting and stuff. But it's good to once in a while get together, while out, make our significant others mad at us the next day. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, what about you, Jakey Poo? Same. That, yeah, that surprise party was a lot of fun. And shout out to Ricardo. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, my week was uh, cool. I'm glad Christmas is over. We did the Santa Claus thing. That was fun. I tried to make the kids believe. I'm pretty sure they're not buying it, but they're just playing along for for you. For my <laughs> sake now. Oh, okay. <laughs> now so now that you conversation. see. Now you see. Especially, yeah, especially yeah. since uh, Riley runs the block. Yeah, they. I, I'm pretty sure they humored me in knowing that they were getting gifts, so they just were like, "Yeah, okay, cool, play along." And then, uh, so I don't, I don't know how much longer that tradition is going to last, but maybe it'd be ten years, Jake. Maybe, that was my may, life. Maybe I. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, all right. That's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, what about you, Sean? I know you're on break. Oh, my week was great. You know, we uh, recorded last Sunday. We did it for Christmas, hung out with the fam. Uh, my niece, you know, she's like almost three. She's starting to get it a little bit. So watching her play with all her new toys was fun. Then uh, me and the parents went and visited my grandparents down in Sacramento for a day. So that was nice. My uh, aunt had a little fish fry. So it cooked us a bunch of delicious food. Oh, so I had man. home cooking on, oh. on Christmas for my mom and my aunt and my grandma on Wednesday. So Those posts were making mm. me hungry. Yeah. yeah. Your dad I mean, still do the breakfast? My dad made, uh, yesterday he made uh, some homemade biscuits. So it was a good week of eating, you know, like fam's in town. Mm-hmm. They're all gone now. So Best part of the holidays. <laughs> when they leave? No, <laughs> not eating, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also getting your house back. All right. Well, we have a special guest joining us this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, returning guest. Returning guest. That's right. Yes, returning guest. Um, dear friend of ours. We've uh, we had him before. He was a shining star. I'm just want to put that on the universe. He was already a shining star. <laughs> just everyone didn't know it. Everyone yet. didn't know, but we did. We have the winner of Ink Masters 2018, Mr. Tony Medellin. What up? Yeah. Welcome, Welcome back to the show, Tony. Yes. Hey, it's glad I'm. I'm fucking just pumped again <laughs> i was like i've been wanting to come in here and like uh, tell you guys what's going uh-huh. on but i i had to wait you, you had to sign those contracts and stuff had yeah, yeah you know full disclosure when yeah. we had you on last year or i guess it was the beginning of this year mm-hmm. you knew you were going to be on the show yet but you couldn't talk about say it. anything yet because it wasn't official and finalized correct mm-hmm. exactly i, di- I didn't want to talk about it let alone i don't got paramount money so <laughs> yeah. whatever they say goes you yeah, want to yeah, jinx yeah. it yeah. and obviously it worked out okay <laughs> yes yes <laughs> <laughs> how was your how was your christmas tony uh, it was pretty rad man i just uh i decided this year i didn't want to go chase around family you know, I don't like going house to house to house. You know, Christmas should be, you should wake up, do what you want to do that day, go to sleep when you want to. Mm. And that's exactly what I did. I hung out with my <laughs> here, chick. Here. We we built her, I built her a beach cruiser for Christmas, um, hung out with the dogs, made some ramen, you know, had some edibles. <laughs> nice. Just kept it easy, man. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. That's good. Did you? Uh, what did you get her? What did you get for Christmas? Um, she got me a gift card to my favorite motorcycle shop. Mm-hmm. Um man i you know honestly i told everyone i was like i just want a hundred grand i don't need anything yeah 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 mm-hmm. i just want to hang out and i told her not to buy me anything but she but of they course, always do yeah but they always do but she got me something i really liked and then i had a beach cruise like a lowrider beach cruiser built for her mm-hmm. um and yeah i just we just kept it super easy nice Very so cool. that's really good so when did you get back into reno after all this settled down how long have you been back in town and are you back into a routine or is everything still crazy so let's see december 13th was the finale wait i think it was the 13th i don't know i don't remember but (laughs) after i won i told myself all right if i don't win i'm leaving the next day if i do win i'm staying <laughs> nice so since i won we decided to stay so we stayed about a day or two and then wilding we... out the internet i saw the internet <laughs> oh yeah we were uh and that and... was another sign that i saw that I was like oh this motherfucker won <laughs> everybody was like everybody was 110 and just <laughs> like all over the internet every story from everyone that went to your oh, thing, i know they were just screaming at the top you couldn't understand them at i all. had a lot of friends that were like i know you can't tell me anything but mm-hmm. based off your stories yeah <laughs> i have a feeling you're either a winner or a really fun loser <laughs> 
This, that doesn't seem like sad celebrating. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, we got back, uh, you know, a couple days after the finale, and mm-hmm. I just went back to work like normal, you know? It's just another day. Back to the grind? Yeah, you know, I, just because I got money coming doesn't mean I can just go fuck off. Like, yeah. You know, I got I got momentum, Stay and I'm trying to use it. Stay on the grind. That, yeah. Oh, I love that Build attitude. Love that attitude. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm like, Tony, like, you deserve this so much. You've, you're so humble. You're... You know, you've always been like a level-headed person. Nothing like crazy. Like you're just awesome. And then, like, I was like, he deserves this. He's better. I he's, appreciate. He's that. better than those other fuckers on the TV that I saw. I appreciate <laughs> that, man. At, at one point, I realized life is much easier if you just you're just cool, level-headed, and just nice to people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's been great that way. So, and, yeah, know, I just po- you being a genuine person. Be, you, straight up, just be genuine, yeah. and the universe will be on your side. It works itself out. It's crazy. Because growing up, I was a fucking cocksucker. <laughs> I'm the first to admit it. Mm. And all my friends that are still friends with me will be like, yeah, he fucking sucked back in the day. Yeah. It's cool, you know? But but you get older, you mature. And then that's good that you see that you were a little dick back in the day, you know? Yeah, you know? And it's it's been great ever since uh, I, you know. Obviously, you ended up here, so you must have been doing something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's people still at, from high school that don't realize they're a dick, and they just stay being a dick their whole lives see it's it's cool to have been shitty at one point because it's it's a learning process whether you like it or not mm-hmm. but it's when you're in your 30s and you still can't comprehend that it's not the way to act anymore yeah oh yeah you know it's not high school anymore yeah just walk around being a belligerent asshole <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. super fun when you're like 20 and you're just full of like testosterone or age I'll, <laughs> I'll be the first person to admit like yes i was over the top sometimes yes. yeah yeah no no yeah <laughs> If you're still a dick in your 30s, you get arrested <laughs> development, you ain't ever going to change. <laughs> Did, okay, so that I wrote a bunch of corny ass like questions and stuff, but that kind of that kind of G mentality, that kind of keeping it cool, that really showed in your episodes. Like that really I, I watched and did my homework and everything on it and you really embodied that and I, I think it really came out and stuff. So was it a lot of the people that you were competing against they they were pretty dramatic and and was that was that authentic were people really were people really upset at some of these challenges and and the way things were scheming out in the in the show and everything or was it edited to be yeah, that so like e- played every, up everything is real you know every, ink master tends to get a lot of shit just because it didn't go a viewer's way they say it's rigged well it's not rigged like they it's a it's a legit game um but they also know what they're doing. And if I'm talking shit about someone behind their back, they'll be like, well, he's right here. Say it to his face. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they, you know, they don't, they don't stir up anything. They're just, they're just really good at, well, we heard you have a big opinion about this person. So we're going to put him in front of you so you guys can figure it out. Mm. So there's, so confrontational people might not do well in this environment. Uh, oh, but but you if you make good TV, that's a different thing. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. But yeah, everything was real. All the the dramatic stuff was real. I um, you know, some people do it a little bit more than others. Me, I'm not really a dramatic person, and especially when I'm in a competition setting, doesn't make sense for me to be dramatic and carry that burden on my shoulders while I'm trying to compete. So I decide I'm just gonna be cool, be nice to everyone. If someone wants to come at me, then I'll fucking regulate. But if not, just be easy. Just be easy. Which is refreshing to hear because I feel like when people go on those shows, they're always scheming and just like not being themselves. Like if be like if you just, I feel like if you just be yourself, things will work out. You can't go on there trying to 
have a plan on who you're going to try and get over on or nah dude mm-hmm. you just got to roll with the punches and you just got you got to be yourself more importantly because if you try to put on this fake persona you're not going to live up to it you never will you know so that's why i was like i'm i'm not doing no fake bullshit i'm going to keep quiet do my thing do my tattoos if people want to get to know me cool if not i don't fucking care i'm here to win <laughs> i'm it's a competition I'm not here. It's, this isn't summer camp, you know. I'm not trying to leave with a bunch of friends. Although I made a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. Or, or a ribbon for competing. <laughs> yeah, you know. But it, it is what it is. It's it's a competition setting, and only one person wins. So I ha- I always had that mentality. Is that why you're able to shrug off like just some of the bullshit that was going on around you and just focus on on you? Um. Yeah. For the most part, like if someone had a bad day, like I, obviously I want to feel bad for them, but at the same time, it's like, well. I didn't have one, so <laughs> sorry for your troubles. You know, and and if I had a bad day, I highly, d- I I doubt those people would give a shit. Yeah, you right. know, so it's kind of an every man for himself. If you want to win that, if you want to win that competition, it's an every man for himself kind of thing. Nice for yeah. sure, because it's like an artist thing. You know, it's like it's just you, your art, your craft, and go. Yeah, that's it. You know, I didn't really have any strategies or anything like that. Like I had one strategy, and that was with my boy Tiffer, who he was easily the top artist of the season like that dude can get it mm-hmm. but he and i we just clicked because we wanted our tattoos to do the talking and we didn't want to have we didn't want to snake anyone out we didn't want to do anything except do a good tattoo so luckily for him and i we just hit it off we became friends we before filming after filming we always we always just hung out and we decided hey Let's help each other out in this competition. Mm-hmm. Nice. If I fall, you an pick alliance. me up. We we had an alliance, but not to, but not to like scheme against anyone, but just to look out for each other. Yeah, you know, and because we were like he and I, we wanted to battle each other, but I don't want to battle him on Mermaid Day. <laughs> I want to I want to battle him on. We have this much time to do whatever we want. Okay, you know. So and but you worked. made it about the craft. Oh, absolutely. That's that's it's, that's what I thought from watching. Mm-hmm. Just you were about what you were doing you weren't there for anything else you're just you really respected i think like what you guys and what everyone that is an artist goes through and does oh absolutely man you know tattooing saved my life so i i owe more to it than anything so that's why i made sure i came across how much i loved tattooing how much tattooing has helped me out and how serious tattooing is you know it's just not a hobby it yeah it's my job but it's literally my life like I don't know anything else. I keep if tattooing was outlawed tomorrow and I had to go get a nine to five, I don't know where the fuck I would go. McDonald's is always hiring. Maybe <laughs> bootleg. Not, not bootleg for long, tattooing. Man. Bootleg tattooing. I mean, you could make a lot of money bootlegging. Say, yeah. Your prices would triple if they got outlawed tomorrow. Yeah, but then I got a tattoo, sketchy motherfuckers. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Man, you had some. You had some great one liners uh, when you were doing your masterpiece, the final one, and you told that guy that. Nobody's gonna punch him in the face with this on his back. I started. <laughs> dying. I was like, I mean, okay, this poor bastard is about to get a huge tattoo from me, and he has zero say. But I still, he still has. To, when the show's said and done, ten years from now, that dude still has to take his kids to the water park, take his shirt off, and go buy some dipping dots for him. <laughs> you know. So I wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can I win this with this? awesome is this dude gonna like it or is it gonna stand the test of time that's probably the most important part yeah especially tattoo pretty pretty much forever yeah it's a back tattoo like just because i have no connection to him except from the show doesn't mean i don't want him to have a good tattoo yeah 
No, I. That's you, why this you man won. Him, you gave him something value of serious value. Yeah. Like he, he I'd like, he will not regret that. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Yeah. And he got a little shine time on the TV. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, he was cool too, man. That dude, like, as soon as I he walked in, and I met him. I was he was kind of like a just a timid, very soft spoken dude. I was like, oh poor bastard. Was he from hate. Reno? Uh, he's like from Sacramento, I believe. Okay. Okay. Um, and I was like, this poor bastard's gonna hate getting tattooed by me. But he was super nice, and that dude was the toughest dude. Like, he'll sit seven hours and not blink. You know, I'll be like, "Does it hurt?" And he just says, "Yeah." And, <laughs> and, yeah. Continue and on. that's it. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to you, Joey. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to what Joey. was it like? Thirty-two, thirty-five hours or something? It was. We had thirty-five hours. I finished in about nineteen, and then mm-hmm. just kind of lollygag. How many settings was it? Uh, five. I want to say. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard body. Mm-hmm. Take <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's crazy. There's a lot that goes into that shit. There's a whole lot that goes into that production. Like, I have a newfound respect for TV and film, but that that show, like, there's a lot going on at all times, and those people work their asses off. Straight up. The, the production people, the camera people, the sound guys, the makeup, they all equally, like, work so, like, they work the hardest I've ever seen people work. Around the clock, nonstop. What do you need? What can I get you? How can I make this easier for you? Like, it's crazy. So, new respect for for production. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Was it weird getting like makeup on and stuff all the time? The first time it was weird. The second time I was liking it. Felt glamorous. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, like I look good. The routine is wake up, go get some food. Then the makeup lady comes up. Her name was Beth. Super awesome. And we just sit in the chair and, you know, she'll just throw <laughs> a little this, a little bit of that. You know, I'm uh-huh. drinking a red. We have fridges full of, like, <laughs> all the drinks we'd ever want, beers, Red Bulls, everything. So I just open, grab something, sit mm-hmm. down, and, you know, I just had them always throwing a little bit of eyeliner <laughs> on, you know. Yeah. But it was cool. And then we, after that, we go to the living room, get mic'd up, and go do the damn thing. How did, how did that finale outfit come about? Cause that, I mean, that thing in itself, <laughs> fucking legendary. I mean, you were rocking that. Shit. Some of the guys too. I'm like, you're in a you're tight. in a finale, and you're dressing kind of whack, you know. <laughs> and then you just come mariachi'd out, you know. You know, here's the thing. You you're only on that stage one time in your life, you know, unless you're my buddy DJ Tamby, who's won it back to back, which is well deserved because that motherfucker can tattoo. But you're only there one time. This is the last chance for the world to see me and remember remember me whether I win or lose. So. If you're going to remember me, you're going to remember oh, yeah. me in this mariachi outfit. Yeah, nice. And my dad has one, and mm-hmm. I knew he was going to probably wear it. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll just match him. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you guys, awesome. okay. okay. You yeah, guys my old man was in the stage. We were going to ask about that. Next to the lady, I saw I saw that. But yeah, I thought you were going to get some some of those little yodels they do. Like, yeah, I can't really do it. The gritos? Yes. No, nah, they ain't ready for that. No, no, you, you, you should have, though. Someone in the, the audience would have yelled, build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember, I'm still in the public. Yeah. <laughs> and there's always that one asshole that wants that wall built. Even though Mexicans have clearly traveled underground for, yeah. <laughs> since, since the 80s for some fucking reason. Because you got to deliver that product. Oh, he, yeah. shuts, he shuts it down with one argument. <laughs> the so tunnels. What, at what point did you realized that you were going to win um 
Was it on stage? Were you standing there still nervous? Because you looked nervous yeah. on stage, mm-hmm. like as they were as they were going over and building the dramatics. I I always, I honestly I didn't. I was gonna be happy to make top ten. You know, I'm like, oh, top ten. That means I'm half the season. People will remember me. Top ten turned into eight. Eight turned into five. Five turned into three. And then before I know it, I'm on this fucking stage. And I've been nervous the whole time. I never thought one time I had it in the bag until I saw the finale pieces. And once I saw the finale pieces, I was like, all right, one, don't really care too much about the other. That one's going to be a, a toss-up. Yeah. Yours yours popped a lot more than the other one. Your back piece was, was solid. I, I made sure it popped. Like, I, <laughs> I, you know, my buddy Tiffer, he's a phenomenal tattooer, and I knew he was going to put up a fight, which he did. Um, I think my advantage over both both of them is I'm just a faster tattooer, you know. So I picked something simple, but I could just make super rich and vibrant and mm. you know eye catching. Like you could hate it mm. or love it, but you can't deny it. And your line work, heavy lines, like and like it makes it pop even more with that contrast of colors. Dude, okay, mm. here here's the thing: the fucking judges the whole time they give you the recipe to win, <laughs> but everyone wants to argue. You know, it's like if. If Chris or Oliver or Dave said they didn't like something, I didn't do it again. Smart. You know, and they told me many times, we don't like that. We like this. Why'd you do that? You should have done this. I ask questions. I never rebuttal. I just say, yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Even if I didn't agree, I just said yes. And then I made up my own opinion when I went back upstairs. And so I legitimately, I was like, all right, I'm going to give these dudes the tattoo they've been begging people to give them all season, which was a sticker. They emphasize stickers. So I said, I'm going to give you a sticker. I'm going to give you bulletproof application. And more importantly, they don't want questions asked. If you look at it, they want to know what it is. And I I gave them all three on a silver fucking platter. Nice. So, you know, a lot of people a lot of people will say that I probably shouldn't have one. Other people will. For every one person, there's always that one person says someone else should have won. But Not in Reno. <laughs> no. Yeah, don't come to Reno, Reno and say that. <laughs> Get dealt with. Yeah. So, somebody's going to catch some hands so do real you, quick. Do you normally put designs on the tablet like that, or are you paper, or are you, have, I, is I bounce, that where the industry goes with the tablets and the tech and all that? I, I bounce back and forth. Okay. I mean, I like paper, but, you know, technology is available for a reason, right. and it makes it makes stuff so much easier sometimes. Like, when I'm just at home drawing, you know, me and my chick are sitting and we're watching TV, I can just have four drawings busted out. I don't have a sh- need a sharpener. I don't need my pencils everywhere. No mess. It's just boom. It's there. Wow. So I, I highly, I highly before. recommend it for any kind of artist. But it's not a scapegoat from paper. You should use and know how to, you know, start some. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, you got to respect paper before you go onto the tablet. Right before you type. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Jamie. I mean, yeah. you know. Typing an A and writing one are two different things. Yeah. You know, you should know one before the other. Yep. Are you, will you consider going back as a coach? Mm. Eh. Mm. <laughs> I, see, I see you as a coach. Yeah. I see you I see you doing that. Uh, you know, like, I wouldn't mind going back as a coach. I think it would be fun, but I think the coaches have a lot to handle, too, and I'm not sure if I want to deal with that because I only had to worry about myself. If right. you're a coach, you're responsible for, for the everyone. And, yeah. and at least for me, that's the way I think. Like, I don't think a coach should point the finger. A coach should be up front pulling the heaviest load, setting an example. You sound like a really good coach right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. shit, 
my my buddy clean you know he was our coach and i learned a lot just from him like that dude he's the he's the epitome of a coach like he's a great father killer killer coach killer tattooer like if i'm gonna go on as a coach i'm just gonna mimic what he did very cool yeah awesome um is there any particular challenge that was uh nerve-wracking hard or one that you like specifically all right so the one i disliked the most was the domino one because we had hundreds of thousands of dominoes that we had to stack to make a, <laughs> yeah. just constantly yeah. setting them in place. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. and I know like a lot of the a lot of the people were very meticulous and you know soft handed, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing dominoes for? I'm here to fucking tattoo, so I'm just throwing these motherfuckers on the ground and they're falling over. And then at one point, I realized, all right, dude. Your your elitist tattooer attitude's coming out. <laughs> Reel it in. I'm too good for this shit. Yeah, that's exactly. Someone give me my Red Bull. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. And at one point, I'm like, all right, dude, you need to reel it in, and you need to understand that you are on a team, mm-hmm. and in order for you to get to the top, you need to pull your weight with your team. Yeah. So that's when I started stepping back and like, all right, what can I do for you guys? And then everything started. You know, falling into place like dominoes. Yeah. Falling into place. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot of the challenges were based on being very meticulous, like the crayon one and, and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff, the crayon stacking and the tape and all that sort of stuff. You kind of had to be super meticulous, which is, I guess, par for the industry. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people hate the flash challenges. I, I think they're essential to the show because it really, it makes you think outside the box. It makes you people who are comfortable come out of their element and put in a different scenario which mm-hmm. one you get better tv that way but two you kind of fi- start figuring out who people are and uh so i think those challenges are super crucial and i still i i, I, I took home a lot of knowledge from that show a yeah. lot i bet because it's just like so many different people from all over the place you know and like the coaches and like dude it's, ta- so it's tattoo prison summer camp <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is and it's and it's what i needed you know i hit a plateau and my tattooing was super my, my tattooing and my art was super stagnant and finally when i got there i was able to just reinvent myself you know i mm. asked questions uh, from other tattooers and if a tattooer asked me something i i wasn't like no get away i'm like yeah dude shit one of my teammates needed machines and i let him use one of mine you know like i was there to learn That's good. and be the best tattooer i could be next to the best tattooers that they could be so mm. so overall no, no petty games <laughs> looking <laughs> looking back what would you what was the most stressful element or part of being on the show not knowing what you're tattooing that day because it you know, <laughs> it, that might be the day that you fucking shit the bed. And there's a couple times where I was like, damn, I think today I've, I've shit the bed. I think I'm going home. <laughs> but at wow. one point I realized just be better than someone else. You know, everybody was yeah. shooting for tattoo of the day. At, and, you know, I got, I, I got the first one right out of the gate. I was like, oh, shit, it wasn't, wasn't too easy or too hard. Then the next one, they started getting a little harder. And then I was like, okay, you know what? Stop fucking showboating. Stop going for tattoos of the day, tattoos of the day. Just make sure you do better than one one other person, and then when you get to the finale, then you can fucking rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know, so tattoo work, of the day, some strategy, workman-like strategy. attitude. Just <laughs> yes. going. He treated it like work. So yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, man. You know, like if the if the person who came in the the canvas is what they call them. If they came in and they were super cool and their idea was legit, like I gave them the best tattoo I possibly could. I made sure we balled out, got all the bells and whistles. But some of those motherfuckers walk in there, and that's their 15 minutes of fame. 
So they're just difficult and their ideas suck and they just don't want to work with you. So those were the ones I was like, well, I'm just going to hope I do better than this person here and stay for another week. <laughs> Hear that, canvases? You have a strategy too. Don't oh, piss off the artist. Dude, they do, man. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. <laughs> so are, are people just lined up? Ever since the shop opened up, that since this, you have everybody and their mother trying to get tattoos from you now. Yeah, like yeah. how's the how's that inbox? All right, so <laughs> just to give you a prime example, the first within the first twenty four hours of winning, I got almost eleven thousand followers on Instagram. Oh God! <laughs> bing 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 bing! Hi please, hi <laughs> Get a new phone. <laughs> and then uh, I got. Turn off oh. the notifications. <laughs> Dude. Right? Oh, my God. Oh, I, I, I'd be so annoyed. I turned them off a long time yeah. ago. I got like 500 DMs. Oh, damn. Uh, Sli- people sliding in. Dude, a lot. Sliding in the DMs. <laughs> Keeping it moist. <laughs> Mo- mostly Mexican dudes. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. Yeah, they say, what's up, Vato? Yeah, they were like, dude, it's so cool. I loved your outfit. Mm. It's, it's rad that your father's from Mexico. And, you know, and I'm like, hell yeah. That's... You should ha- you just think if you had the car on stage, too. Oh, oh dude. Man. Dude, shut it down. Rap. Like the up- rap. Hey, like the, the old Up and Smoke tour. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched that DVD the other day. Uh, that's a good one. It's a great yeah. one. <laughs> it's a great uh, one, man. But yeah, I got a lot of people trying to get in right now, and I'm doing my best to cater to everyone because whether I'm a fucking ink master or not, it's my job. Yeah. Oh, you are. There's no. You, there's no questioning it now. <laughs> put so it how, like a doctor or a lawyer just put that in front of everything you sign. Now. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> How sometimes you gotta stun on people. Yeah. Sometimes. How far in advance are you booked out right now? Uh, I'm booking end of March into April, and I think that's kind of the extent of it. I'm gonna start turning away people until I get to that. You know, I don't want to have six months of my life spoken for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's not fun. Sometimes you want to go somewhere with the lady. Sometimes you want to go somewhere with the boys. Somewhere maybe by yourself. Yeah, you never know. So I'm gonna probably cut it off at the end of March. Are you able to recommend other artists for people that? might not be able to get you booked but they want somebody oh absolutely you know i got people messaging me and they're like oh i want a portrait i want an animal portrait i want this and i'm like what let me send you to the guy who's across the booth who would kill it who would slay it Nah, but we want it from the ink master (laughs) (laughs) well okay i yeah i had to do a shitty leopard and i had to do something that wasn't my style and i struggled you know this guy doesn't struggle let him right. lace you up. And he does it really good. That's you like because it's probably one of his favorite things to do. Yeah, yeah, that's his specialty, you know. So I try to I try to direct people, even to other tattooers, uh, you know, in this town. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not competing with. I've never been like a competitive person when it comes to business. Because if you're yeah. if you're secure and you do good work and you're cool to people, you'll be busy. Doesn't matter how many tattooers or businesses are just like you. See people community. Yeah, community word of the day community hey it makes it makes everything so much yeah, easier like you, know? you you help me i help you like we lift each other up together absolutely like, yep. yeah absolutely like, do you think that comes from being from a small town where we do have like that you know sense of community where you know people and you help people out here mm-hmm. yeah, you, yeah you you have to you know and i i like to help out as many people as possible i like to share the business you know at one point people were sharing business with me and i i share with with every any tattooer that's cool with me, I will I will share any knowledge, business, anything. 
I can. Man Anyways. of the people. Mm-hmm. You you came across this one in the RGJ article too in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. They were quoting you, and you're just like Reno, stand up! And I was I was ready to run <laughs> we to a brick up. wall. We were just reading Jake about was, you. Jake was, was sending like, quotes yeah. to us, like yeah. like. Dude, I was getting pumped up. Yeah, you know? people are like, "Well, it's about you." I was like, "No, it ain't about me. It's about my city." Yeah, like you know, this is the you know Reno's in this weird like the purgatory transition. of change. Yes. You know, so I was like, "This is I'm I'm just gonna put on for the city." You know, I'm glad you had that attitude. Hell yeah, it really Hell came yeah. through. Battle you know, it really through. came through. I think that was like so many people were so excited for you. It was just the way you were kind of representing Reno went out there and just you know were yourself. Just hey man, I wanted to show that Reno gets down on any platform that you want to pick. Hell yeah, whatever. Photography, Hell yeah. music, beer, tattoos. It doesn't matter. Come to Reno for a weekend, and I promise you, you'll probably just move here. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone else. Yeah. Right? <laughs> just don't try to buy a house right now. Stop it's giving ridiculous. away the secrets. There's too many people. <laughs> tours. Tours by Della Photo. Holler at me. Price, in the, price send the DM. <laughs> so did you, uh, do you still stay connected with any of the other artists that are on the show? Yeah. I, I stay connected with pretty much everyone that was on my team. Um, you know, we still have a group chat from the show, and we use it every day. Um, that's cool. Yeah, you yeah. know, when 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 you go through something like now, I'm not trying to like say it was like the hardest thing, but it was a mind fuck. <laughs> you know, you wake up at 5 a.m., your phone gets taken away, you don't get it back till that night, and everyone's already asleep. So you have to, you're you're forced to communicate the old fashioned way. <laughs> Talk to people. And it was, dude, it was nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm some of the, like my lifelong best friends are from that show. Ooh, awesome. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah, hands, that's cool. hands down. Mm-hmm. You know, those dudes, man. Because you spend two months in this house. They know everything about you. You know everything about them. You know everything that's going on with them outside of the show. They know the same. And you've seen their breaking points. And you've seen how they act when shit gets rough. And those are the kind of people, the ones that never gave up or didn't throw anyone under the bus towards the end. Those were the ones I was like, all right, you're you're a good dude. Like, game show or not, you still have some sort of, you know, something in your character doesn't want you to fuck people over. So you can be my homie. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) You're a genuine dude. Let's be friends. Yeah. Hey, it's easier. If you want to be a genuine person, you got to surround yourself with genuine people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just be around like-minded people. Yeah. (laughs) One of those golden quotes. Yeah. (laughs) I had another favorite one where you're like, all kings die one day, and I want to be the sword he falls on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes! You know, it's funny. is like during our, our interviews, you know, I'm like, all right, this is my chance to, like, put, give out some good fucking one-liners. So I was just quoting anything I could. Some days I just go listen to black metal upstairs before downstairs, and before we head downstairs, and I was just like, all right, I'm going to use this quote from this band. Oh, yeah, I've been listening to Mayhem all night long. I'm going to use this album cover. <laughs> You know, like in the beginning, they're like, so what do you want to get out of Ink Master? I said, I'm only... <laughs> the money. <laughs> I, I'm only leaving this house with two things, or with one of two things, a hundred grand or a severed head. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and I'm cool with either. And then you blow him a kiss and say goodnight. <laughs> and, the, and the producers were like, oh shit, this dude's for real. Cold-blooded. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I ain't playing though, like... I'm yeah. I I'm good at home. Like I don't need mm, money. Yeah. I would I would like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. need it. So mm-hmm. everything was just warrior. Yeah. Just, oh, like hard body karate. One. Let's so, go. I love it. So what Tony, Tony's trying to say? Don't come into Reno if you're a little shook. <laughs> For real, don't. 
<laughs> you squeamish? Don't be squeamish. Yeah. <laughs> Keep yeah. Reno Farrell. Yeah. Keep Portland like, out of Reno. Because like, what's your little thing on uh, your uh, Gold English brand? Support locals or... Uh, outsiders never, or outsiders never, locals forever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we were talking about that last week. Yeah, Yo, dude, that shirt took off. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I got, I got dudes from all over the world buying that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, it's, a, it, it's dope. It's like the black shorts from North Shore. It's like everybody, everybody's got that little localism. Every, everyone's got everybody something. Can bite that. Yeah. You know, it's like the the Reno is fuck stickers. Yeah, yeah. like those are yeah. cool. I like those. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that, but in a shirt. Yeah. Salutes to revision. Yeah. Is that who? Well, like, uh, what's that? Oliver or what's his name that does it? That Reno's Revision fuck? does the beer, but yeah. I don't know if and then the they brand. they put a sticker. They ah, I forget his name. Sorry, my guy. I know we follow each other on the internets, but I can't read. Okay. Hey, hit us up. Come on the show and clarify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's like Oliver or I don't know. Hey, maybe someone has the internet up in yeah, their hands. Right only there. we had someone to like, back, like, like to a check, fact, down, like check a fact facts. checker. <laughs> okay, know? okay, all right. If you can direct me to a fact you want checked, because there's a lot of facts. You well, like, did you, out did, did you not hear like the thing we're trying? Look up to... Reno as fuck. Anyways, Tony, <laughs> <laughs> what's next for you? Um, you know, I've been contemplating doing a taco truck. Mm. I want to work on the brand. I don't know. Like, tattoo I, I've truck? Got, I've, <laughs> no, that's a little trashy. Uh, tattoo taco truck? <laughs> okay, I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just do taco tattoos? <laughs> Who knows, yeah. man? Who knows? Like, man. I got the... I'm I'm in the, the eye of the storm right now, and I can mm. pick which way I want to go, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. But as for now, I'm just worrying about myself um stacking my cheese just like i got no money coming um helping my chick she's about to open her glass shop so i'm gonna help her with that yeah and is uh, it gonna like a specific place where is it gonna be you might as well give the lady some shine um they have a specific place i don't like I don't know if I'm even allowed to talk too much about it. All right, never mind. It. Uh, never mind. Never disclaimer, mind. disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. But it's going to, her and her partner are going to have the dopest, one of the dopest spots in Reno. Okay. Well, you when they open up, first, they can come back on the show yeah. and tell everyone about it. Yes. Yeah. They would actually be great on here, I think. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I got nothing going on. Um, just doing some tattoos, building some motorcycles, doing some traveling. Mm-hmm. Keeping it. Any keeping particular it places you want to go? I really, I think I'm gonna hit Japan this year. That's what I was. Nice. I was like, he has to go to Japan. I want to go to Japan because I'm super into Japanese tattooing, and I mm-hmm. want to go over there and just sit and tattoo 15 hours a day at a shop. Yeah. Like I'll sweep a floor to learn how to draw something. Mm-hmm. So I think for me to, if I'm gonna do Japanese, I need to surround myself with, yeah, you know, the, Japanese culture. Yeah. Do we? Sure, dare I'm do sure it. anyone place would be happy to have you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, they don't give a fuck out there about Ink Master. Like, Probably what? Not. That don't mean shit here. Yeah. <laughs> like, me, cool. That's why I'm totally cool with sweeping. Yeah. Let me see a tsunami wave. <laughs> <laughs> wax on, wax off. We, we know where you got to start at the bottom and work your way up. It's just. Hey, but that's yeah, that's how it goes over there. Like, it's mm-hmm. for real. You got to fucking put in your work, whether you're like, even I know like the apprentices for like uh, a sushi chef, like they, they're like put through the ringer. Yep. You know, everything's sacred over there. Everything's, you know, they have discipline Mm -hmm. and sacred. So you got to earn that shit. So I think I can't go over there on vacation. No, you got to be there like three, six months maybe. I have to be be there to work. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, obviously I'm only going to probably go, if I go, it's probably going to be for like two weeks just to kind of try it out. 
you know? Hey, I'm, I'm sure a great show idea or would be you as an exchange artist. So you go over there, you meet up with somebody, you guys work, and then you bring them back over here to Reno. I think that would be fucking brilliant. Oh, we, we do that already. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> we Beat you to we, the punch, Jake. It, one, one of our buddies tattoos in Tokyo, his name is Shu, and he actually comes out to our shop. So I'm actually going to try to go out to his now. Oh, this okay. This this needs to be content. This is fucking. This is awesome. <laughs> this, is, this is more shit that I would watch is, now that I'm getting Jake into the scene. This is Jake always producing everything. Now that I'm getting into it, yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking of like what's next. I'm like, well, I shit, think what we got to do is when I got one of my buddies from the show coming up, we do a a double. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because we uh, can get we can give you some funny stories. All right. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys got any other questions before we go to the first break? No, I. We blew them all up. Yeah, this yeah. was fucking <laughs> awesome. This was Again, fucking awesome. Tony, we thank you so much for yes. coming back, sitting down with us here in the Honeycomb Hideout. Mm-hmm. We know you got other things to be doing this holiday season, so we appreciate you making the time. But that we're gonna go to a little break, Caesar. You're gonna play a song, uh, your song of the week for people. Yeah, it's like an old fifty song and Tony Yayo and little disco beat. And you know, I love my disco. It's uh, I just wanna by Fifty and Tony Yayo. So enjoy. Salute. Look, nigga, if you don't love yourself, ain't nobody gonna love you. Your shit ain't right, what bitch in the right mind gonna fuck you? That's what they told me then, so I was like, fuck a bitch, I'ma grind on my shine, and time I'ma blow their mind. Oh, now she like me, oh, 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 now they like me. All I want is a blowjob, this bitch wanna be wifey. No three-course meal, all I want is fast food. I wanna have fun, how about a cookie, how about you? I just wanna unbutton your blouse and let the girls out, I wanna fuck you. Maybe later on, if you free, you can come to my house. Only if you want to, we can get freakier and freakier than you've ever been. Won't to, we can get freakier yeah. and freakier yeah. than you've yeah. ever been. Bitches from Belize, teeth fall in the weed. Remy crew got me sweating out a Remy weave. Fuck a mile in the night, my bitches from the peas. The beige knees, she the project dick tease. Them hood bitches always bring back memories. They all catch the vapors like, yeah, yo, you remember me? I certainly do. Pull a curtain on a 6-2, head for free. She on a menstrual. I promise I don't love him, I don't cuff him, I don't pay a bitch rent to have the next nigga fucking. I'm a pimp with principles, kill him with visuals. My diamonds like Dubai stars. I don't wanna love you. I just wanna unbutton your blouse and let the girls out. I wanna fuck you. Maybe later on, if you're free, you can come to my house only if you want to. We can get freakier and freakier than you've ever been. Won't to. We can get freakier and freakier, you can bring a friend I don't want a relationship, I just wanna have fun In every position we can come up with till we're done And my request was for kicking shit in my ear Like to hear what you're thinking after laughing and drinking Yo, we can have a ball, yeah, we can do it all Moonshine, light up the sky at nighttime With me, anytime could be the right time I'm sorta impulsive, I'm kinda explosive Me, you take a little at a time in doses Don't want you addicted, I just wanna kick it You can pick the spot I'll be there with the greatness Give it to you, girl, when I'm gonna show you gon' miss this. I don't wanna love you I just wanna unbutton your blouse And let the girls out I wanna fuck you Maybe later on if you're free You can come to my house only if you want to We can get freakier and freakier than you've ever been Want to 
That was Caesar's Song of the Week, I Just Wanna by 50 Cent featuring Tony Yayo. That was a little throwback gem right there. Yeah, like I said, like disco, 50 Cent could be my spirit animal. And um, yeah. Like so. honestly, I you know, I, <laughs> I didn't really remember this song. I didn't think it was that special. But then listening to it, I was like, why the fuck does Caesar pick this song? Oh, it's because it kind of represents <laughs> him. Me. me. Well, yeah. I, I stat manned it while the music video was playing. Okay. Streetkings.com no longer exists, but it does link you to 50's former energy drink sk energy and you start going down the rabbit hole of 50 companies and this energy drink in 2012 and blah 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 either way this fucking video mogul in the making right there this video right this video called his shot He's, on making money in the beverage about, industry always about making money you know g you know when it first came out did those reebok sneakers and that's when reebok was doing shit with uh Jay. i still think i still think in my closet i have a g unit button up that like it's like a nice button nice. up that, that like my mom got me for christmas or something oh you got hold on yeah. you guys are gonna love this one. Oh, look at that. i got my, oh dang uh, g unit tattoo no g <laughs> You not? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I was on the game side during all that. <laughs> West Coast. Uh, <laughs> That's where his allegiances lie. Yes, but I awkward. Also, also, I feel hey, game will get a tattoo yeah. from you now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Whatever uh, company that made Genit stuff also made all South Pole stuff because <laughs> they look exactly the Dude, fucking same. Dude, South Pole yeah. and Echo, Fuck. like they all, like, if you put all their button ups together, all their pants, like whatever, they're like genuine carbon copies, different logos. So well, I mean, you know how clothes branding, like clothing brand works. Like, how do I explain this? So, there's a company that makes the jeans. Yeah, but they'll we'll say for their sake, they're uh, called. Uh, uh, beer bottle jeans. Okay. Okay. And then they I'm put them. They put them up and they say, Echo or South Pole or Fubu. Like, we just put these jeans out. What do you think? We'll attach your logo to them, and then they buy them. But then they they're still allowed to sell the same jeans to the next one. Yeah. So that's why all their shit always looks the same because it's always made by one person. Same with coffee, man. There's only one person picking the the beans, and that's Juan Valdez. <laughs> Whether it's Folgers or fucking Bebo, I don't give a fuck. There's one place where beans come from. Him and his burro. Yeah. <laughs> just out there in his little straw hat, just probably drinking a bunch of tequila. This is, this is the age of branding, my friend. Yeah. One person makes the product, but the other other people brand it. Salutes to the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. In general, for just you know, so many different streetwear, streetwear clothing lines. Yeah, everybody had a clothing line. Like if you, because uh, it was like when hip hop was coming into that pop culture and like in full effect. So that's when like the era where like uh, bad boys were on those like uh, like jumpers, those shiny yeah. ass jumpers. You know, I had a, the, the I had mace a fucking, jumpers. Uh, I had a yellow, I had mace. a yellow jumpsuit yeah. in high school. Come on, bro. Even even Sheik Lutz, like in this one interview, he's like. Diddy made us wear these suits. We weren't liking them, but <laughs> you just got to trust Diddy. <laughs> I mean. Then, and then boom. Boom. Yeah. That's, then, yeah. That's absolutely. You trust the vision. Yeah. 
This dude has a vision and it's worked. Yeah, he's like he's like we weren't feeling it, but you know we're on the Bad Boys tour. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, did he remember that show? The making, making the- of a band. Yeah. Oh my god! I feel uh, like that was like you know that's when reality TV first came out. Everybody was watching that show, dude. Yeah. I I watched that recently, and then yeah. I watched the Dave Chappelle spoof. I listened to a little Janity. Uh, that's Kane. some great Cambodian breast milk. I mean, he really did though. Make the walk to Brooklyn to get some cheesecake and shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Who wants it? What's the job bad Dude, enough? D- yeah, don't get me talk to about, do something like talk that. Talk about stunting on people. Yeah. That whole show is just Puff Daddy stunting on everyone. <laughs> yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm rich with dolphin teeth. Let's fucking go to Brooklyn. Give me Cambodian breast milk. A black and white cookie off of fucking the Upper East Side. A dinosaur egg. <laughs> breast milk, you make my day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know how we started talking about that. 50 Cent. It's great. We went from branding yeah. and then branding fell into, you know, Diddy's lap because that's what he's good at. Dude, and yeah. Dave Chappelle, you so, know, it's a fucking... Yeah, because like, what was that one picture where it was like, uh, it's like Jay-Z, Diddy, and like something, and now they're like multi-millionaires now. They started from nothing. It was like a little thing on the internet recently. But like so, Dame Dash and shit. Short story long, <laughs> I just went to my 50 Cent featuring Tony Hale. <laughs> Caesar's song of the week. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know I bring you guys hotness that you guys are usually don't, you know, remember. Well, uh, next up, Caesar, we got the news. <laughs> we have actual sound effect. I don't know if he still likes to say it. I don't know. Sometimes when you're lost in the sauce, it happens. We'll follow the first thing we we'll follow up to a story we did a couple weeks ago. That referee that made the uh, wrestler cut off his dreadlocks? Dude, I saw that. Uh, she yeah. got fired. She got fired. So Wait, wait. She or he? She got fired. She did? Yes. She was suspended, and now she has lost her job for doing that. Hmm. Apparently, she had some mm. other history of racial uh, incidents with She dropped like a bunch students. of N-bombs at this one thing a couple years ago. And um, are you questioning it's, it, she- it's not a she, it's a he. Yeah, you're the, the fact checker, so that's what you're here she. for. I thought it was a she, too. It, it was a really? she. I think it was a she who cut them. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, and, but the, the she but, was an athletic trainer for the school that yeah. cut them, and she was doing... No, it was a female you, referee, bro. No. Come at me. Look it up. Fact checker is what we have you here for. Come because, at me. Because in we the, the reason I know this is because... At the previous thing where he was accused of using those slurs, another coach beat his ass. Ooh. Mm. Lots thicker. I read, I read about the previous incident where he was. they were at a coach's meeting, and Instead he of, had said something, okay. and the other look coach it up. slammed him to the let's, ground. Let's, let's look it look up. It up. So what I'm happened? It was uh, this uh, high school wrestler. In New Jersey. In New Jersey, the referee said he couldn't wrestle with the dreads on, so it was either he forfeited the game or match yeah and then he uh would cut his dreads so like in the picture on the internet is um him and this lady is cutting his hair and dreadlocks off mm-hmm. and it sucks because like that takes time it's like a long beard yeah i know yeah you know i have i have mine are 10 years old <laughs> 10 years old <laughs> your dreads are as old as papa's <laughs> so, so I, next time i see him he starts talking shit i'm gonna say that to him <laughs> You need to calm down, bro. My hair is older than you. No, because he's at that little dickhead stage. Yeah. And I always got to get the dad voice sometimes. I'm like, hey, come out here. Hang on. May, may as well start practicing. It's been there. I've been an uncle for years. Well, the next thing, uh, Trump canceled federal workers' annual pay raise, says the government can't afford it. So not only are these federal workers. Alan Maloney. For, <laughs> for <laughs> furloughed. Was, it was a dude. And not it working. All right. I guess it was a dude. Okay. Not working. Uh. 
they're also uh, now not getting their annual pay raise. And you know what would be tight? We take the, the wall funds and just pay government people. There is no wall funds. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I mean the GoFundMe one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone did a thing about like what you could use that GoFundMe money for. Mm-hmm. And It was a lot. Numerous things. Yeah. You could give every teacher. This was just the one that stuck out to me. <laughs> you could give every teacher in America like a $2,000 Christmas bonus. Holy shit. Which, I mean. That'd be tight. Look at you smiling yeah. over there. Teacher, I was like, wow, like Christmas bonus. I remember when I used to get those at a, when I worked a different type of job. Yeah, I guess I, I guess if they like do give the funds to the government, the government puts it in the thing, and then they allot it to places like it's necessarily not going to They're going to have to refund all that money. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But It's like people won't pay higher taxes. But they're down <laughs> to pay a billion dollars for a wall? Like, you guys are fucking it's idiots. It's not going to do anything. Yeah. You guys want more police officers? You guys want more teachers? So like, you got you pay, so like pay your a little take bit more from taxes. the last forty years of the drug war is we need a bigger, taller wall. Is what year is it right yeah, now? Yeah, when Tony said we could just go underneath it and have been. Haven't We've you guys, all seen Sicario? Haven't you guys seen Fast and the Furious, <laughs> dude? Fast and the Furious. We were watching it yesterday. <laughs> that is the greatest franchise. Family. It started so humbly. Branching yes. off into Hobbs and whatever now, right? Yeah. Like, I just still remember going. when they were still stealing going. DVD players from trucks. And I remember when it was like street cars that the average person could afford. Right? It was right. like a souped-up Supra. Yeah. Guy guy lost a Jetta. He lost his life over That's the right. Jetta. That's right. There's a Jetta in the Over first a shitty one. Jetta. Yeah. And now they're jumping in, in Dubai, full carbon fiber car, Dude. building to building. Dude, to, where's surviving. that tank and submarine at? Hey, yeah. hey, everybody needs to aspire to that glow up. Come on. Dude, I was having yeah. a conversation with one of the producers in the house, and mm-hmm. I was like, so what's your favorite like movie? She's all Fast and Furious franchise, the best franchise. They're mm-hmm. like, the movies are great. They get better every time. <laughs> they don't pigeonhole themselves. You mm-hmm. know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's clearly entertainment. But I'm happy, like, I think, was it five when it turned? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's when they went to Brazil, see all that culo out there, you know? <laughs> like, five is when it did the change. Because I, I was there for one and two, and then I was like, eh. They, they didn't Tokyo know where they were going to. They, they got lost with two. They were they thought they were going in a different Miami direction, and then they right reined there. it back in with three. Is that three, the one with Tyrese and that shitty-ass yeah, eclipse? Yeah, the only one with, like, without Paul Walker. And <laughs> that yeah. purple eclipse with a dragon on there, right? Dude. Convertible? <laughs> and you're smuggling drugs? Oh, my God. Tyrese. Scream, pull me over. Try Tyrese. Come on, dog. Bad boys move in silence and violence, bro. I know. That's why you need that uh, that 96 Honda Civic in black. <laughs> and you're good. No, uh, Just give a salute to the Fast and Furious. We didn't get one this year, did we? No, because next year, I think out. next year, there's two coming Jason out. Jason Statham and The Rock. Yeah, it's going to be their spinoff. And then another Fast and the Furious, I think. It's amazing. This is better <laughs> than Star Wars. <laughs> okay, now we're about to start a whole war, right? which I do agree the with Sean. On fire. No, I'm just saying the no. new ones. No, and it's just crazy because it's just like, yeah, the new Star Wars are getting a little out there. There's a bunch of fucking holes everywhere, and everyone's getting. I've been more satisfied by the last three Fast and Furious <laughs> movies than the last two Star Wars movies. I don't know. I'm just digging Adam Driver though. Oh, That's man. my guy. Adam right Driver there. is that great. is my fucking guy. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not hating on them. I'm just mm. saying. I'm wow. not disappointed when I leave wow. the Fast and Furious. We are, we are crossing over universes right now, <laughs> and you're going to create a paradigm of fucking internet fury that but the that, likes of which have never been seen before. You know, you know, you know, your hard body when you go universe to universe. Okay, right, well right. now I want to go to another universe. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm excited about this. Bird Box. 
What you guys uh, say? I haven't seen it yet. Talk about it. I'm ready to talk about Dude. it. Dude. <laughs> I could take my headphones <laughs> we off. We were just talking about this earlier. I was like, I'm going to watch it on mm-hmm. New Year's Day when I'm all tired. Like, don't tell me yet, Jake. All right. You guys just... watch it and then talk about it at one point or yeah. we can wait. Next I'll just come, I'll come back specifically <laughs> to talk about that. A blind Without ass giving Sandra any spoilers. Bullock. A blind ass Sandra Was your mind, like, how did your mind feel after you watched that? Without giving any spoilers. Uh, Do you have kids? No. Okay. See, I have kids, and it was even it was twisted for me to watch. Yeah, because there was like kid element. There's like a much more stress. It's it's a weird choice at the end. It's twisted to watch, but it's the ending was just not. It completely changed the dynamic of the film. Hmm. Just wasn't my flavor. Yeah, my lady saw it, and it was a lazy ending. I I agree with that. It was a lazy ending. Anxiety was her word. The, the first half, I would say even the first three quarters, it's it, you're like, fuck, this yeah. is intense. See, and like for movies like that, I have to be in the mood because it's like after work, sometimes I just want to chill. I don't want to be like, ah, I'm just yeah, stressing out intense, the whole time. Yeah. Much intensity. Do you guys yeah, you have, realize- okay, do you guys ever see The Happening? Yeah. That's, That's what it was. the movie we were talking about. It all comes full circle. So, Tony, before you got here, we were sitting here chilling. And I was like, what's the movie with Mark, Mark Wahlberg and, and Zoe Deschanel where it ends up at the end, like it's in Night Shyamalan and the twist that it was the plants killing everyone. I, I literally, I we, said we sat and here was, and we yeah. were like, no, it's not and science. we were too That's lazy to look good. on our phones. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Boom. It's the fucking happening. Except it it's not plants. <laughs> Bingo. That's, okay. that's what the Jake best, said. The that's what Jake said too. And I was like, "Well, I mean, if I haven't seen it and I figured it out, that's kind of disappointing." <laughs> it makes you feel like humans are bacteria. Just, I mean, we are. Mm. If you really want to get so down, you get nitty gritty. You, so you, you get my perspective of the movie. I though. hate yeah. humankind. <laughs> I hate people. Are, I, when people are like, "Are you racist?" I'm like, "Yeah, towards humans." <laughs> I hate humanity. That damn Homo sapiens. Sapiens. But, <laughs> but I'm also pumped that I'm I'm alive. You know, it's a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. It could go either way, it's bro. A, it's a tragic. Comedy. I feel like it's fifty fifty if it, we're here in a thousand years. Oh, it's gonna be fifty fifty for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I, where do you, I just don't know, man. One vaccine, I don't know. I won't know. I won't see it. I don't know. I just. <laughs> Hope for the best, dude. But if it's yeah. Bird Box, you will see it. <laughs> oh. It'll be glorious. Should we start our 2018 year in review? I don't know. Did we already go over that? Well, we talked about know. the. I mean, we could talk about the stock market, but can we? I'm that's done. kind of depressing. I'm done with real life right now. I don't want to talk about any of that shit. It's the holidays, so that shit will resume in 2019. Okay then. So, what was your favorite TV shows, movies, music, media of 2018? Atlanta for me, Atlanta was great. just perfect. The, 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 uh, Dude, there was so many good movies, but the, yeah, go the, the Teddy Pinder, the Teddy Perkins episode of Atlanta, mm, yeah, just a horror movie and a TV show. Best episode of a TV show I've seen in years since I don't know, probably The Wire or the, something. I don't know. Wow, Dude, no, it is Atlanta is it is the sauce. I mean, everything on HBO was good this year too. For oh, me, yeah. HBO. Mm-hmm. trying to think of the specific I don't watch one. Game of Thrones, uh, but uh, what's the Barry was super good. Mm. Dude, what's funny too? Game of Thrones was the most watched TV show this year, and there wasn't even a new season. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's when you know you stunt wow. yes. people. Yes, they stunt on reruns. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they're all hyping up for it next, and it's summertime. Syndicated. Yeah, they still got six more Not months. Even yeah. syndicated. Yeah, and it's probably going to be like nine, eight episodes too. <laughs> 
Can you imagine if you were on that show for like the first couple of seasons, just all the money you're going to be raking in forever on all the royalties oh, where it does ever. get syndicated? Yeah. That's awesome. That's, how, that, how, like, that's Kevin, that Seinfeld money. Yeah, how Kevin gets random syndicated checks. You yeah. know? Like, that's he was on Bones in like 2008 and still gets like a little $200 season. a year. Yeah. <laughs> from one episode of Bones. Like, oh yeah, they sold the rights to the Philippines. <laughs> Time for more Got money. Got that check. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you guys want to go money. party this weekend? Yeah. But no, like movie-wise, we had like a lot of good movies. Like The Avengers came out. Um, let's Black, see, Black Panther. Panther, the Spider-Man one, Jurassic World was all right. Ant-Man and the Wasp was good. Oh, I watched that uh, with my brother and sister-in-law the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, De- Deadpool two. Ready- Deadpool two was great. Yeah, yeah that was good. Uh, Ready Player One, like uh, that was good, and it was good because it was very nostalgic. Like some of it was kind of like as children of the eighties. Yeah, but it was like super nostalgic, and it was just awesome to see everything. I, I wanted more like battle scenes. Though, yeah, in the, that in last the one was yeah. oh hard body shit. Uh, and then the Predator came out too, which wasn't I good. Didn't see that one. Wow. But so much nostalgia from they definitely did a lot, especially Hawkeye. I didn't from, even hear about that. Mm-hmm. The trailer looked really yeah. good. I didn't. I didn't go see it. A lot of my friends yeah. saw it. It wasn't. Like, it was. It was just very nostalgic too. So Hawkeye, who was in the first one, directed this one, and did a lot of stuff that played with the Speaking first one of 2018. All the movies. Should we give a, a salute in R.I.P. to Movie Pass since this allowed you to see every movie every dun, week? Dun, I definitely dun. fucked them over. <laughs> I was going five days a week to see a fucking movie. In the summertime, when they're all coming out every week, like three or four movies, fuck yeah. Their five-year business plan of losing money lasted three years. Yeah, so. and I wouldn't even go to matinee Tuesday. I would just like, right after work, give me that high-ass price for free. <laughs> so is it not around anymore? So it still is. Now you could get like three movies but uh, a month. So three movies a month. And they don't even like let you go to any all the times they, they the business model is drastically, mm-hmm. drastically it's like there's changed. blackout time but and stuff. I'm, I'm gonna get this one called cinema and it's from europe and they have it all over europe okay that's how you hack the amazon fire stick is you use the cinema because mm-hmm. that you can watch new movies pro tip life hack right here you can hack your amazon fire stick and you get the cinema app and it's exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about it's all the American movies released early. So if it's still in theaters now, you can watch it on your Amazon Fire Stick yeah. because it's all tor- BitTorrent streaming through European servers. And like what it is, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it, I'm it's a nerd. It's thirty dollars a month. You could go any movie, anytime, doesn't matter. But you have to initially pay an extra thirty dollars. So it's like your first month is sixty bucks, or you pay for the whole year up front. And and you, that's uh, uh, unlimited forever. And they've been in yeah. Europe. It's all right, but. I mean, salute to Mike Moverly when he came on and told us about Movie Pass. I definitely took advantage. I remember being like, "Oh my God, this sounds too good to be true." Yeah, and how could this possibly last? Doesn't last. It didn't. It did not. But what else? Like Venom came out, which was good. Creed two, Sicario two. So much good shit came out. Cinephile Caesar over here. Yeah, dude. Halloween came out, and that one was way better than the other ones. So how was the year for all you guys? Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. The poor heat. <laughs> Poor man's heat. <laughs> now, obviously, Tony had a pretty good year. I'm going to go out on a limb and say <laughs> that his 2018 was okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, okay, let's see. Are we talking music as well? Just Where, anything, whatever you like, want. Anything. Yeah. So, my favorite record of 2018 is probably Elephants on Acid by Cypress Hill. Oh, yeah. Ooh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's, okay, it's a great one. record. Yeah. And I'm a huge Cypress Hill fan, but the last couple I've been like, eh, one or two mm-hmm. I can listen. 
This one I can listen the whole way through. It's a it's it's a perfect record. Like you, if you've ever done acid, it's yeah. literally <laughs> like you're listening. Even Murs on that thing I sent you guys, um, he that was like his top ten in his top ten. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah, dude, it's great. My my favorite album, uh, Book of Ryan, Royce Five Nine. Nice. Yeah, I didn't know that dude was still around. You need to listen. Okay. I'm actually gonna He's, pop on some, right now. I got some. Uh, <laughs> you need to watch some of his YouTube. His his yeah. freestyles on Sway in the Morning and shit that he did nah, this year. Dude, he had Royce, the second. He, he had because he went in there. He did that eight minute one after, after Black, Black Thought. Thought. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, Royce, that album, like, and it came out early this year, and that's how I. That's how I know it stuck with me because like, I started noticing when we were picking for the radio show our top. Um, we missed a couple albums like at the beginning of the year and. Summertime was kind of tough. It's, it's tough because so much comes out. This is a big year mm-hmm. for music. Because, like, yeah, we didn't even put uh, that Static Selector album in Terminology, that 1982, that second one. But we played those. Yeah, and we played them and stuff. But I was um, happy with... Obviously, Jake mm-hmm. enjoyed the, uh, the the mix last night. He was texting mm-hmm. us, showing us he was recording it. So Yeah. <laughs> Letting the world know <laughs> how they can also log on yeah. and listen to your shit. Up in the mix kwinkradio.org every Friday night, 9 to 11. Get on the onlines and listen. But like 2018 was such a big year for music. Like so much Yeah, it's hard album. for me to pick an album. Yeah. So much, obviously so Pusha T, Daytona. Yeah. Denzel Curry Taboo. Mm-hmm. Jake's on that Denzel Curry tip hard. Ben on it. Hard. He's hard. Body. He's the East Coast Vince Staples but in yeah, my head. Even like a lot of like singing and rap singing. Like everything. Like a lot of stuff that came out was really good. And... Like you said on the radio show, because there's a lot of turmoil going on. I predicted with, it in 2016. It's yeah. like, watch 2018. <laughs> hella good music's gonna come out. Hella, mm-hmm. hella good music. <laughs> <laughs> the, the foresight. You, I don't know. I probably didn't say hella like that. But. No. <laughs> I'm excited. I was. I'm excited to see what 2019 brings us. No, and it's because like some of the yeah. biggest artists didn't even make albums this year that's the thing yeah because like the carters that album came out too and that thing was hard body as well but like some of our favorites like mm-hmm. run the jewels didn't he didn't have a, they didn't have an album this year kendrick, kendrick my, didn't my, have an album this year yeah like i don't know I, yeah like i'm down for like people to wait a couple years like we don't need shit every fucking year even like my man odyssey you mm-hmm. know like just can't wait to see what's coming up in 2009 because 2018 <laughs> yes <laughs> fire year so much good music so yeah, it was just a good year, I think. For I don't know, I had a great year. Yeah, personally. how was your per- year personally, Jake? Yeah, it was fucking amazing. It started off in New York City, brand New York's New Year's Eve. <laughs> oh, partied yeah. in DC, brought mm-hmm. the brought the girl out to DC, partied there, <clears throat> hung out, uh, got the got a new job back in Reno, moved back here, came home, did the kid thing, been on some vacations, been just fucking good year. Like nothing. I mean. 20, 2015 was terrible. 2016 was rebuilding. 2017 was following up on the rebuilding process. And then 2018 was reaping the fucking benefits. Jake treats yeah. his life so. like a basketball team. Five-year plan. Always have a five-year plan. <laughs> Always have a five-year plan and a two-minute elevator speech on deck at all times. This guy. Yeah. Look like at, a Boy Scout always prepared. Two-minute elevator at, speech. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try that. Just in case you ever you run across the head of Paramount in the elevator while you're on studio, you got to have that pitch. Just <laughs> next show on deck. Next show. I definitely need Tony's that. Tony's Travels. Here we go. That, yeah. yeah. I'm like, listen to Jake. Like, yeah. damn. Jake. I definitely need that because like when Jesus. I when I turned in my portfolio thing for the New York Times, it was the hardest 
to talk about myself. Oh, dude, it's but, the worst. But then my project, that like what it's about, awesome, fast, super easy. But then it's just like, tell us about yourself. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even That's know. That's something what you to gotta do. practice though. Yeah. Well, you're always gonna revert to, oh, you know, I like to hang out with my friends. Yeah. Uh, I like a movie. And, and it's different writing it than like having it in a conversation. He wouldn't even put a bio on our website. Yeah, see? <laughs> he just said, Bad boys move in silence and violence. And that's all it says. Hey man, that's don't, all it's, if you go don't to listen to him. That's a solid bio. <laughs> I might steal that. <laughs> Give me some credit. That's Thank all you. it says on his bio to this day. But yeah, yeah. it's just like yeah. But if but if I, like, I'm passionate about it, like my dude, because I my lady spell checks me all the time, and she like definitely helped me fix that. About you get my, that Grammarly tip, bro. Yeah, yeah. and spell then check yourself. But then, you know, look at the baby mama. She reads, and then uh. Uh, but yeah, she's like, that project part, don't change a thing. And I was like, yeah. Well, you know, your homie over here is a writer, so if you ever need help with stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Holler at your boy. Yeah, yeah. Get you guys networking on air right now. <laughs> 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 so yeah, my year, 2018 for me, like, I feel like 2017 was like pushing the boundaries, doing new things. Yeah. 2018 was recalibrating, like picking the things I want to pursue and do in 2019. So like some of the things you cut, cut trimming some things mm-hmm. that aren't working out. It's like you know people are always like remove toxic people from your life, things that you know maybe I shouldn't be doing anymore. Like don't projects or commitments I have that I'm not gonna pursue next year, mm-hmm. so I can focus on the things that matter the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like usually me, I traveled a lot. I went to like L.A., New York, London. Um, where else did I go? I went to a bunch of places, but Spain. Yeah. Uh, was that this year? I can't remember. It might have been last year. Nah, yeah. That was last year because it was, it was a, London it this was, year. Yeah, just London by myself. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that solo dolo trip. <laughs> yeah, but you did an art. You did a couple art shows. You did. You did some stuff that I've never seen you do before. Yeah, try to expand. But now, time to tame it down for next year. You know, got the seed coming. It's good. Wait, you got a seed coming? You got yeah. a baby coming? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, congrats, <laughs> dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sitting probably, over here like, what? Yeah, yeah. He was probably doing he, the show. He couldn't see. Yeah, yeah he was shining too much. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I got a, I got a baby, girl. Girl in the main. girl. Good for you, man. Yeah. So, That's awesome. No, time to wind it down. Let's travel in. Focus on somebody else instead of myself. <laughs> He's officially the poppy with the dad body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now it's official. Now it's official. Before before I was just fat. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a fish. Yeah. But yeah, that, you know, like cha- things change a little bit, but yeah, like, I feel like so many people are so down about 2018. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. We're making moves, son. Yeah. <laughs> and like I a shark always moving forward. And like next year I can't wait to have the baby in the front, camera bag in the back. Oof. Trying to be a stay-at-home dad. Need to win the lottery. Nah, you're gonna be on assignment with that baby. Even a baby's gonna be strapped to you with a helmet on. You're gonna be taking pictures. Eventually, she'll be your assistant. Taking Mm -hmm. Taking photos. It'll be good. Hold this, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just, just wait. I have to say the my favorite of all of our pettiest moves. Oh, okay. You you picked all the good ones. You picked all the good ones. So just lay like the one I didn't put. The my favorite petty move of the week was that dude who won the lottery. And then paid to have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of manure dumped yeah. on, on his boss's yard, and then went there so he could watch it he happen. Camped out in and front of then it. turned himself into police so his boss knew who did it. Damn, 
That is stunting a on lot, people. A lot of shit went down. Went to jail for it and everything. Literally. Like, his mugshot was him, like, with the Smiling. biggest smile on his face, just laughing his ass off. So what job was he at? Jeez. It was like, he was like a construction worker. Some, he did something with labor, and his boss, like, always was a dick to him and made him work too much and just was an asshole to him. So he when he, he quit after he won the lottery, and then he went and did that. And sat there, watched the whole thing, and they uh, <laughs> caught him because he turned himself in. Here's how. Here's how I will humble him instantly for the rest of his life. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth. And he of made sure shit. he started it at like six in the morning before his boss got up, so that mm. they, like a lot of it would get dumped before he nice. could stop it. Um, I also like the one, the Fifty Cent one. Oh my God! Where I um, salutes to Fifty Cent. I'm good, thank yeah. you. Yeah, salutes to Fifty once again. My uh, spirit animal, but Kendall Derek Palmer just came in the <laughs> yeah, room. Yeah, Kendall Derek Palmer, what's up? Hans from the yacht. Yeah, Hans for those that know. But but up. <laughs> but yeah, Fifty Cent this year he bought out Jaw Rules like first five rows of his concert, so it would look empty. I saw that. <laughs> I saw. And that. it was on Groupon or something. Yeah, so it was it was awesome. on, and then he posted Petty about it. Yeah, then he the posted year. it. He posted it and told everyone. Just like when he was like bank, <laughs> he like did bankrupt, and he was like swimming in money. <laughs> See, this is the type of pettiness we celebrate on Up in the Mix. <laughs> yes. Not all you out there being weak ass petty. Yeah, go like, back and listen to that thirty minute rant we went on against Ja Rule after Fifty <laughs> did this. I always this was right to, before Ja Rule came to town yeah, too. So I always try to bring a little bit of Ja Rule because I know Sean loves him. <laughs> that is false. <laughs> I was hoping that was false because yeah, I yeah. can't stand. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate Ja Rule like Fifty Cent was my brother. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I try to bring him up every now and then to see that fire in his eyes. <laughs> when that new radio station came out and they kept playing Ja Rule, I remember complaining about it and people were defending it. I was like, every dog needs to lay it in. Like, when in the last 15 years has you been sitting around and someone's like, put some Ja Rule on, man? Never <laughs> have those words dollars. been spoken. Came to holla, holla. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, the fact that 50 Cent did that would have been funny. But the fact that he did it to Jaw Rule warmed my heart like a thousand suns. <laughs> just the sentimental value, the nostalgia, everything of just crushing the old beef. Yeah, Dude. And it and it always comes back to like all of a sudden you forget about their little thing and here comes fifty to put a little glimmer in your eye. Remember how I ended this guy? Yeah, he still ended. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the, the 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 phrase sometimes you get a stun on people is from the episode of Atlanta where Ern gets a bunch of money and he takes Val out or Van out, and at the end, like the whole time, like people won't accept his money. They're being racist. They don't think his hundred dollar bills are real. Real. He gets at the club. They're just stealing on him constantly, like upcharging him on everything. Finally, they go to leave, and he walks out to the limousine. And Michael Vick is racing people in the parking lot for money. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like they're like he beats someone, and he's like, "Who got next?" And Ern's like, "Like I do." And he looks at Van, and he's like, "He's like, I didn't just run ten straight races. Sometimes you got to stun on people." <laughs> yeah. And then they just you, you see him line up Slow to race, motion, and then yeah. it cuts them in the car, and he like Ern's all fucking mad. <laughs> she looks at him. She's like. It was Michael Vick. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> stunting on Vic. You're not stunting. Sometimes, hey, you got to try to stun. Yeah. Sometimes but, uh, it's not going to work. Take your L's, though. Yeah, sometimes it's not going to work. But another one, even from the grave. <laughs> oh, 
my God. Shade from the grave. McCain. John McCain. Told Trump not to come to his funeral. Did not let him come to his funeral. Okay, wait, what? Yeah. When John McCain died. War hero specifically requested. He requested. He said uh, Trump was not allowed to attend his funeral because he had made fun of him so much and everything when when he was running for president. No shit. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. That's so like Obama was there, like all these other people were there, but Trump couldn't go because that's, that's Trump hard ass shit. Right there. said that. Like that is so fucking petty. <laughs> what like, was Trump's on his rebuttal? deathbed? Oh, what we're he, not even gonna talk about. It. No. He said yeah. he like he saluted him or whatever. Said like a great American hero, or whatever, forgetting there, the fact that he had shit on him for like three years. There mm. were some petty tweets and some saving tweets and like that is. I feel like that is hatred right rebuttal. there. You're like. Explosive, like when I die, like, if I die, like I'm gonna be like, no, you can't come to my funeral. That is, I don't have that much hate in my heart, thank God. Dude, I would hate to be mm. Trump's PR person. Just how do you handle? No, no, no. About like, that? why would you? They don't do anything. <laughs> like they, yeah. Like the like their PR person and the internet person who takes care of all this stuff. They probably got the best job because they're probably playing video. Those people video- were fired a long time ago. No, they're playing video games. Those positions don't even they're exist. Like, we should- yeah, they do. They yeah. have to. Yeah, the they've government. been outsourced to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Vitaly yeah. in Moscow is doing that job now. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, like, from, like from Creed 2, that's what they're doing out there. Someone, I think it was uh, Charlemagne was like, you know what the problem with Creed 2 was? Just like going back to when Rocky beat Drago in the first one, he gave no shout out to Apollo. No. <laughs> he started talking about America. Yeah. It's like the whole reason you went to fight that dude was to avenge Apollo. Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm mad about this. <laughs> I was like, yeah, actually, you're making some very strong points, Charlie. I agree with this wholeheartedly. I love uh, the Rocky movies. Um, and he didn't. That was his boy. That was why he went to fight him. And then doesn't say, you know. This is my boy. Yeah. No. This is for Apollo. America. Sylvester, your rebuttal. <laughs> Just let me know, man. Yeah. I know that movie came out like 30 years ago, but still. But we're still on it. Especially there's going to be like a Creed 3 now. <laughs> Is there really? Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to fight. Is uh, Ryan Coogler going to do it? Mr. T's son, right? Yeah, they're going to fight Mr. T's son. And it's... <laughs> yeah. I'm, damn no, it, Hollywood. because no, like that, after I saw it, I'm like, I hope... They don't come out with a third one. Is it one. produced by Jerry Bruckheimer? Oh, damn. You know directed how much, by Michael Bay? You know how much explosions there'll be in that thing? It'll be Starring like... Mark Wahlberg. It'll probably be a better Transformers movie. <laughs> I think Deontay Wilder was trying to get in on that. I don't know. Deontay Wilder said he wanted to play Mr. T's damn. son. Not yet. But yeah, they needed to stop it, though, too. But whatever. Oh, on to the next one. This one's a good one, too. The biggest fuckboys of the another year? Another one. No, no, though. We still got the pettiest move, right? Is that where we're at? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> these two women police officers flipped a coin to see if they were going to give this per- take the person to jail or not. Yeah, a lady. Like, they just pulled her over for a speeding that. ticket. Yeah, we're highlighting the, the pettiest moves of the week, Kevin. Yeah. Or the year. Oh, we're, we're highlighting the, the ones we talked about. <laughs> Yeah, so they flipped a coin to decide what the, they just pulled over for speeding. They didn't, they, mm-hmm. and they just did it to fucking be bitches, show their power. Mm-hmm. That's why there's some good cops and some bad ones. I, I need, I need you to hit me. All right, one second. So next up, the biggest fuckboys of the year that we talked about. There's so many. I mean, we could give a. I thought like maybe we should do a fuckboy of the year, but that might be too hard to to narrow it down. So many fuckboys over this year. That, uh, but like the, the Tennessee doctor who stole from his patient 
Oh yeah, like two hundred or three hundred grand. Three hundred k. Are we giving him the crown? No, no. This we're is just, just, we're, we're just the highlight reel. Yeah, this is like an all pro team. It's not. It's you know we're not going to say the MVP. This all right, guy, all right. <laughs> catch up, catch up the listeners. Stole three hundred grand from a patient, and then when she found out, tried to di- diagnose her with dementia. So he didn't have to pay her back. He didn't have to pay her back, and no one would believe what she was saying. Yep, That's some fucked up shit. Yep. Give me your money, then I'm going to diagnose you as crazy. That's yeah. another people using their power for evil. Yeah. Give me power, I'll probably use it for evil, but it'll look as good. I didn't follow that. I, I know. don't know. I'm lost. We're, <laughs> we're fading fast. Lost we are fading boss. fast. <laughs> the boss is a boss. <laughs> and then we have that man who dragged the, unco- the dude who's oh, having a seizure on a train. This guy had a seizure on a train. This is in L.A., and he was like blocking the door, and like people were trying to help him, but because he was blocking the door, like the doors wouldn't close, and the train couldn't go. And this guy in a business suit gets up, drags the man who's having a seizure and can't move off the train, like slings him onto the ground, and then gets, gets on back the on the train. And like people are like jumping out to help the guy, and like one dude's like videotaping it, and he's like, "What the fuck, bro? Why'd you do that? Like you're trying to get home on time?" And the guy just stood there videotaping him. After the fact, so that he could tell the police who what like, mm-hmm. that's fucked up. That is that's, fucked up. That's one of your yeah. humanity right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. hating the Homo sapiens. Yeah, don't listen to our fuckboy of the week. It's gonna make you hate humans even more. <laughs> more. Yeah. Like the last week, we had that guy who uh, turned the canine dog into into the yeah. animal shelter. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. What? Uh, yes. So a Jacksonville police officer after Florida took his. After, Florida man took his dog after serving nine years on the police force, this canine, and just put him in a shelter. Just what a fucking <laughs> cocksucker! Here's your retirement. <laughs> yeah, here's all the bombs you sniffed out and saved saved people. Countless you know, lives. Here. Yeah, yeah. So the dog got rescued. It was a happy ending, and that cop got busted down to be demoted. Yeah. So they they figured it out, but still, you know, you know, trash. To, At least he was on, do that to that Like dog. he should have got down to like traffic. But like Jacksonville, probably been have fired. I would have been fine with him getting fired. I was gonna say the union's too strong, but he should have lost his job. You know. Oh yeah, that that's why. Um, because you know friends that are cops and stuff, you know how you have to like take a health exam every year, and how there's fat cops and they obviously can't do it. The union is so strong, the police union, that they're not gonna go after the cops that don't pass the physicals. No shit. Yeah. So that's why they could be federal weight cops that can't you know do what they're supposed to do because the union is so hard body. Yeah, they kill people and they'll get fired. Yeah, facts of life. <laughs> <laughs> they accidentally kill people. On video and admit it. <laughs> and admit that they got scared and then don't get fired. Yeah. And got a pay raise the next day with yeah. vacation time. Yeah, so, so that's that's how strong the union is. Shit needs to change, but... Like, how so, the cops the only ones that got strong unions left? Uh, Come on, people. Yeah. Unions built this country. Yeah, and it's just like... you know, As like, we sit in our right-to-work state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right to work. So, salute like to the good cops out term. there. Salute to the good ones out there. I'm well, salutes to 2018. Mm-hmm. Salutes to it. Tipping the fit of 2018. 2019 is only going to get I'm ready better. For 20- I was waving in 2018 <laughs> like Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> 2019, I'm not as aggressive towards. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still ready. <laughs> are, are you are you just are you just Morpheus with the sword then instead of, yeah. instead of Neo? Yeah, I'm just I'm poised, patiently waiting. <laughs> yeah, to, I'm not charging towards it to get that Shaolin. But I think it's because you know I'm just not in that same place. 2018, I felt like we had to make some moves, and obviously we did. 
50 episodes later, you know, season two. On the radio show and the podcast. Yeah. Like, we've been grinding like fuck. We obviously made moves, so 2019, ready to, uh, you know, continue. Yeah, so any guys who want to sponsor us, holla at us. <laughs> I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep DMing Red Bull every day <laughs> until I get a sponsor. Jake, Jake's gonna pester people until we like at least pay for my gas every week. Jake, I don't need that much money. You know, like. Someone who was once cool said, "When you try hard, you die hard." <laughs> <laughs> my song of the week up next. It's also a throwback. It's from 2016. The name of the song is Angles. It's by. Our favorites, one of our favorites on the show, Mick Jenkins featuring Omar Xavier and No Name. No Name from Chicago. Yeah, that's so uh, we'll be back. Listen and enjoy. Drink Salud. water or you might die. I've been running away Cause I don't wanna fight, I don't wanna pray Hope the bridges we burn on, yeah Light the way for another day I only do it if I want to Look in the mirror, do I want you? I don't know, do you know? Come on, mister What do you feel when you look into your own eyes? See, it's all about angles. Whether I'm checking my watch or I'm hitting my dab. Use the same muscles to cough with as you would do to laugh. It's perspective, really. The collective is merely suggesting a theory that love is a blessing. I'm stressing it, really. Man, y'all don't hit me. If you've never been alone, how you know yourself? If you ain't up on the water, how you grow yourself? You should love you so much that you go Marilyn Manson and blow yourself. It's some things that you gotta learn that only you can show yourself. Get introspective, it can only go right like you got no left, like a whack ass point guard or a porn star. Yeah, I'm going hard, young coin star. I done seen change, trying to turn this shit to dollar bills. Touching souls, not just copping fills. See myself when I see my friends, they make sure that I ain't lost the real. Lost the CEO, lost the thought I give a fuck, I ever lost the deal. Hungry to see me be me like a nigga lost the mill. I've been running away. Cause I don't wanna fight, I don't wanna pray. Hope the bridges we burn on, yeah. Like the way for another day. I only do it if I want Look in the mirror, do I want I don't know, do you know? Come on, Mr. What do you feel when you look into your eyes? I'm absolutely positively happy. Exponential gratitude for rapping, aptitude for passing dues, deception. The vacancy will always be the laughing, cause niggas love a bitch when she's sarcastic. Rihanna's made of feather dust and matches, and everybody wants to touch the fire. A little bit of love never hurt nobody. Y'all up in the club while I'm sitting in the attic, thinking about the plastic trip to Malibu. Spend a couple racks on a rack, say hallelujah. In the waiting room, trying to get to you, and who could be the breadwinner? Me, and who could cook your next dinner? Me, I think not, I'm saving up for Audi. This is allegory of a black moon cloudy. I am absolutely positively healthy redefine and expedite my wealthy i need money halfway sunny out the country only god in a blanket help me and no name quit the weed happy with sunlight in my weave synonymous with all anonymous a verbal columnist good rap song is all i need away, cause i don't want to fight i don't want to pray hope the bridges we burn on, on yeah like the way for another day i only do it if i want Look in the mirror, do I? I don't know, do you know? Come on, Mr. What do you feel when you look into your eyes?
to get to know myself before I claim I love me. Nobody else, just for myself. Got more myself, just for me. Gone every day. Gone every day. Gone every day. Gone in the morning for you. Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's Song of the Week. It was Angles by Mick Jenkins featuring Omar Xavier and No Name. You know, smooth production. You know, I like that. Sometimes, as I was telling Jake earlier, you got to calm, chill things out. Can't always go hard body karate. So Change up the energy. But I still, you know, Mick Jenkins, one of my favorite mm-hmm. you know, rappers these days. And uh, Omar Xavier, I like this guy. And No Name. like No Name. We've been digging on him a lot. So, uh, every yeah. Check it out. Uh, that that's from his old album, but his new album just came out. We played some on the radio a couple weeks Fire. ago. Mm-hmm. Nothing but fuego. I'm actually looking it up right now. <laughs> Mick Jenkins is solid. Yeah, he's Mick Jenkins some, is good. You got to listen some to some old bangers too. If you get a chance, Friday nights, listen to the radio show. We cater to the people that are like us, who love golden era hip hop, and also are into new stuff. Yep. Pick up a song and go down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Mick Jenkins, people. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. So next up, we have our rapid fire question bang, section. Bang. Is there an AK? Do we have an AK sound effect? Yes, <laughs> that's the know. sound of my cat. <laughs> but uh, Tony, as a repeat, since you are a past guest, we uh, adjusted some of the questions that we normally we normally ask. You know, favorite spots in Reno. But you already check out the last episode if you want to know what Tony thinks of you know about pizza and, and burgers in Reno. <laughs> We've got some new questions. Caesar's right. ready to go. All right. Tony, are you ready? No, but let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, first one, oceans, mountains, or desert? Mountains. All right. Next one, fall, winter, summer, spring? Uh, fall. Last album or artist you listened to? Uh, Vinnie Paz. Ooh, nice. nice. Wu-Tang or Tribe? Mortal. Wu-Tang. Uh, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese tattoos or lettering tattoos? Oh man! <laughs> uh, so I set them up with the easy ones and come in with the hard ones. Damn, dude, why you gotta do me like that? Because you're my boy. I they they, I you you guys won't like the answer, but they both equally hold va- value. Yeah. I can't I can't pick. So yeah. diplomatic. Yeah, no, because I always tell people they're like, oh, where should I get a tattoo? I'm like, what do you want first? You yeah, know? and that's the thing. Like, yeah, you were talking about earlier, and like your lettering has been out of control for a very Appreciate very that. long time. All right, last one. Oldies or hip-hop? Oldies. Mm, okay. Now that you've answered them, old soul. will you please elaborate on your answers? <laughs> oh. Why All do you right. like what, what's it about oldies? What do you, oldies. One, it's timeless. Two, the production. You know, you can just feel the soul. You could, you could hear the record, you know, mm. the needle on the record. Yeah. Mm. You know, like I love listening to like old uh, um, Bill Withers, Mary Wells. Um, you know, I love old blues I, I, I don't know. I just like oldies. Richie Valens. Mm-hmm. Different materials, different it's, sounds. At, at one point, like I feel like in today's day and age, it's really easy to be a musician without being good. 
you know, with technology. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this. Yeah. Recently. But back then there was, there was no programs to hide your singing or, you know, you couldn't, you, what was recorded is what was there. And like, if you had that, the good studio band in there to play that sound, you know, like that, they, those guys are legends. Like if you read the even yeah, the, like the guitar the notes, player yeah. playing in the band, those guys were professionals, mm-hmm. legends in their own right. So I completely understand what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, man, you know it's like it's just it was it's true. It's true to the sound. Like what you're hearing, that's how Stevie Ray Vaughan plays. You know, live mm-hmm. when he did. Mm-hmm. So or Mary Wells or you weren't getting all the production. So what you heard in the studio was what you were got. When you were right in front of them, exactly. Yeah. You know, nowadays it's not the case. Obviously, with technology and recording, and you know, there's so many different routes you can go. Push a button. Yeah. You know, you got drums. Push a button. You got some. Yeah. Horns. I, I don't know. I, I'm more of an analog kind of guy when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. You know, so I like the tape. Speaking of music, Wu Tang or Tribe? Uh, you know, I've never been a gnarly fan of uh, Tribe Called Quest. So I can't sit here and be like, oh, I love them. Like the last record, uh, everybody, everybody freaked out over it. I listened to it. It was cool. It's not my, not my flavor. Yeah. Wu-Tang, you know. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 the 36 Chambers! And to be honest, like I wasn't really a huge Wu-Tang fan either. But if I got a pick, I mean, you know, Wu-Tang. You do, it's rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to, I pick Wu-Tang. I mean, Guns to your head. I can still listen to them. They they just had they've had some of the toughest lyrics in hip hop and like when you speak analog, there like you that go. Thirty six chambers is just that's it. Like you can tell so that that album genre? was done in a kitchen, you know. Yeah, or a basement because they're in New York. If we go outside <laughs> of the rapid fire, what's the genre? What what are you? What is Tony listening to while he drives to work? Get just getting fucking pumped up. Oh man, dude! People always make fun of my playlist because they're so fucking. You out got of Taylor control. Swift on there? No, I don't. <laughs> I listen to a lot of blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like a lot of Portishead. I like a lot of like instrumental. Ooh, I like okay. Portishead. So, uh, you know what, Sean? You would really like Dutch. There's an album from 2011 called A Bright Cold Day. Is one of the best. It's one of my top ten records of all time. Now it's time for our Dutch? turn to take notes. Salute. So, yeah. so check it. If it's it's Portishead, but if Portishead style singing, but if uh, Stoop from Jedi Mind Tricks produced it, it's amazing. <laughs> all right, looking it up now. Yeah. I'll it's, save it in my in my history right now, dude. It's it's hard to find, but if you can, because there's like a Dutch rapper that's pretty popular, and they always get that mixed up. So you always got to type in like a bright cold day or something. Oh shit! I'll have to figure. Yes. Also, speaking of Dutch, Learning. if I if I get a dog, I want to name it Dutch because from Predator. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or 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 McLean. You're just dedicated. McLean to is a good ass. Your dog whole life here. is yeah. Easter eggs. I wasn't feeling Dutch. I wasn't feeling Dutch. Dutch. No, but McLean is it for a dog? I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. McLean is a dog name. We would do so much hood rash. Hell it's a cold yeah. ass dog name. <laughs> Now people are gonna take it. You're welcome. <laughs> your whole life is fucking swagger, egg. swagger jackers out there. And then your favorite season? Uh, I like fall, man. Um, I mean, it's it's like there's a lot of like visuals with fall. You know, you can see leaves turning. It's nice and cold, but it's not super cold just yet. Hoodie season. Hoodie season. Hoodie season. You know, and it's crispy outside. Yeah, but not cold outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, right now it's cold. <laughs> 
I like crispy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a fall dude. Yeah. It falls in my bacon. <laughs> and, and then oceans, mountains, or deserts? Mountains. I mean, just back to Being, being visual. Mm-hmm. You can see them. Like, I just got back from Dallas, Texas, and I could not see a mountain anywhere. In Dallas? Flat. Too much flatland. Was Dallas weird for you, too? It was. Like, I've been there. Like, I got my, my godparents are there, my godbrothers and stuff. So I go every now and then, and it doesn't matter how old I am. I just feel this weird thing in from Dallas. But Austin's tight. But Austin's also different from Texas. But. Yeah. Austin's is not Dallas. Yeah. Everyone's just, super nice there. I, no, I no, can like, say that. Yeah. But they are nice, but it's just like a weird feel out there. I don't know. Walk the SMU campus. It's there's a vibe. There's a vibe. <laughs> don't get started, Jake. But also <laughs> I like Dallas though. I like Dallas yeah. though. And I like yeah. a twist shout out to Twisted Root, the burger place. Because you can get like beaver burgers and ostrich burgers oh, and shit. buffalo. Bur- oh yeah, I, I've had ostrich. Ostrich was really good. I yeah. like Dallas. Also, if you're in Texas, seriously try their donuts. There's something about Texas and donuts like I have no clue. It's awesome. Salutes to Roxy in Oregon because she said she listens sometimes. And oh, I, was, yeah. I had ostrich at her birthday party Ooh, a couple nice. years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuckoo. Yeah, it's like. Ostrich at a birthday party? Mm-hmm. That's stunting on people. <laughs> yeah, I got some Doritos, some pizza rolls, and some ostrich. Ostrich, what's up? Yeah, they literally rolled up, rolled up to the bar. They're like, oh, it's like birthday party. Like, cool. Like, yeah, they got a barbecue. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's ostrich. What? Yeah, everyone has some. There's tons of it. Go try it. I was like, this is hella fucking good. Tastes like steak. Yeah. Yeah, there's this. It taste like big chicken. <laughs> Let me get more of that ostrich. Awesome. <laughs> There's this place uh, at UC Davis. There's like a it's like a burger place that has like ostrich. It has like all kinds of like uh, water buffalo maybe too. Like mm. it's it's uh it's good water buffalo. Yeah, water buffalo technically are pretty much cows. Yeah, but still feral. Feral, <laughs> feral cows. I, you know I watch, like to watch my nature programs before I go to bed <laughs> when someone's <laughs> lost in the sauce. <laughs> On Netflix, that planet, I was watching that one. planet Earth. Oh, dude, I've been through those sleeping, too many times. It's good sleeping TV. I got, I got to look up like the regional ones now because I've seen all the all the huge it's like, ones. It's like wild, <laughs> wild Alaska, wild Africa. Anyways, yeah, water buffalo are basically cows. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Well, they got crazy ass meat there, and it's awesome. But anyways, Tony. You have completed the rapid fire section <laughs> <laughs> of the podcast. Congratulations. Thank you. Yay. I feel like my answers were lame. You won. Don't worry. We won't give you $100,000, but we'll give you a high five. That's all right, man. I got hundred k on the way. I'm good. On the on way. Deck. On the way. On Deckington. Well, I th- that's about it for this episode. Um, Tony, again, thank you for coming, sitting down, sharing Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt like the whole process, like, that you were going to win. I don't know if I thought you had won and before you had officially <laughs> or what, but it was just like, I, I don't know, sitting down with you yeah. last year, I felt like you were destined to win it. Yeah. Just We knew, when, you know, last year we were like, TCC was like, he could win. And then, like, after interviewing you last year, I was like, oh, that guy is so fucking cool, like, and mm-hmm. genuine. People are going to love him when he goes on there. Like, he just, he's so about it, so... You're super happy. Well, to I see appreciate you win. that. We put out that good vibe. So in return, put out good vibes, and I'm winning the lottery, <laughs> dude. I I want nothing more than because, all you guys to win the lottery and do it, well. If I win, we're all winning. Oh, dude! <laughs> like, woof, I will buy a block and make Who's it a compound. Be the one to tell him he's not going to win the lottery. I don't want to, dude. But I mean, you guys ever think about that? You're like, all right, if I win, we'll say half uh, half a billion. You know, after mm. taxes, you walk away with a couple million. Yeah. You could still ball out with your friends. Like I could have like 
20 million in my bank account and be like, yo, let's go get some new Kias tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah. just fucking drift, on me. Kias. Oh, I would do that, that until it, per month. I, I thought <laughs> I would do that until it got bored. I would just be like every like Monday. Stacking like, up the Kias. Like, hey, bro, I'm going to like, <laughs> I got the G6. We're going to fly out to Italy for a couple days. Like, you want to come, bro? Like, just hit up people just like no, doing no. wild ass I, shit I, like I, that. I already got mental plans to invest CDs, you know, take care of the fam, take care of the friend. Like, it's already in the brain. Dude, that's just, that's most of my money that I'm getting is going to my retirement. No, that's the thing. Especially, like, I think we talked about it last time you were here, being a tattoo artist, retirement. Like, like what do you do? Yeah. Because there's no 401ks. There's no... There's, 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 there's shit. There's CDs. Mm-hmm. Lo- lo- there's 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 options out there. Oh, there's options. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm exactly. taking at least 50 grand of it. And it's no, I'm and putting it smart. away for... Rainy day, over. rainy just day. Let it invest, roll over, Retirement, whatever. and stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm just like always in my head. I'm like, if I win 140, I'm only gonna get 70. So then, little math in the head. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, but there's this million dollar the cold brand, <laughs> dude. Yes, because as soon as everything else is laid out, then I'm stunting on everybody. It's like when <laughs> it's like when uh, Costa asked us. He was like, "What would you do with a billion dollars?" I was like, "Start several small revolutions." <laughs> yes. Son. Worldwide, yes. Well, I heard I heard of this brand like Supreme, but there's this new one, Gold English Goods, that's coming up. That's, uh, <laughs> I heard right on their heels of the new fucking street shit. So yeah, trying man. Y'all should Google that shit. Type in Gold English, and I guarantee you yeah. the third word's gonna be good. So fucking. Ah, uh, I don't I don't pay that much uh, to my uh, GoDaddy account, so it's no, gonna no, probably no. be on the fourth page. Yeah, <laughs> let's be real here. But I do. Yeah, don't worry. I got I got this hate for love hate Supreme. Oh, we're not going down that rabbit hole. We're pumping up good English goods. I know. Gold English. Excuse me. Stay focused. Gold English goods. Because I will go on rants as well. For Tony, for our listeners, if they want to get a hold of you to get a tattoo... We're gonna no, do that. No, 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 no. We're not putting not, that out there. He's not booked. April. He's booked. Here, if you want to get a tattoo, stop by the shop. Friends. Meet the other dudes that I have with me. If I can't do it in a timely manner, someone else can. And if someone else can't from the shop, I will send you to someone in a different shop that can get you taken care. And what's of. the name of your shop? For Lasting Dose Tattoo, eight 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 South Virginia. Go for somebody. Coach Tony coaches, and then you'll be getting the full experience. You don't, and they also have a gallery next door. They also got your goods next door, yep. and so just enjoy Catch the place. An art show down there, mm-hmm. yeah. And one more time, what are your goods, Tony? Gold English goods. There you Boom. go. So thank you guys again for joining us. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking earlier, if you're in Reno, you can hear us every Friday night from nine to eleven, playing the best hip hop there is. If you're not here, check us out. You can stream it on uh, www.kwinkradio.org. And then if you like more for the podcast, it's uh, www.upinthemix.live. <laughs> Only three W's, not a great four. great fucking Saturday. It's a real lots of sauce. <laughs> yeah. It's a real website. We I'm ha- not making it up. We have more fun than the rest of you fuckers. <laughs> up, it, up in the mix, all the podcast places. Check it out. We're on Instagram, Facebook, upinthemix.live. That's what it is. Yo, that's time to what go. It is. This is Sean. Until uh, next time, you know. <laughs> Peace. This is Caesar, aka Fifty Cent. Killer I'm Shot out. Productions. Thank you again, Tony. Peace. Tony. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Master. Congratulations, Champion Season Eleven. Appreciate it. Thank you. 
Well, there you have it, hip-hoppers and mark-ass busters, baby mamas and nine-to-fivers. This is another fine-ass edition of Up in the Mix with Captain Kulo, the truth, and the token white guy. I just want y'all to know, last time I got blowed, Snickers bars was a nickel. This is a.k.a. Most Death, a.k.a. El Negro, a.k.a. Grumpy, a.k.a. Jamal after 2.15 a.m. saying peace and hair grease. Make sure you follow at www.upinthemix.live and Della Photorino. That's D-E-L-A-F-O-T-O-R-E-N-O. So until next time, stay black. Stay black.